Hi, welcome to the City Church MacArthur podcast. This Sunday, we have our Leadership Academy students from all three City Church locations, MacArthur, Batemans Bay, and Nara ministering at our Sunday morning service. We trust you'll be blessed as we hear from some of our students. We're getting ready for our, our next speaker uh, for today. The next speaker is from Batemans Bay. Um, her name is Beck, and she runs the youth down at Batemans Bay. So why don't we welcome her this morning as she comes to share a testimony with us. Thank you, Beck. Thanks, Joel. That's okay. No problems. Good morning. It's so great to be here with you guys this morning all the way from Batemans Bay. Um, I'm so excited. Thank you for having us here to um, minister to you guys this morning and to get a bit of practice at, in the things that we're learning. It's so exciting. Um, but yeah, I just want to share a testimony with you guys this morning because um, in church we say all the time that God is a God of healing, right? Like we say it all the time and because he is. Like, it really, really is. And, like, we've heard so many stories of people that have been healed from, you know, sicknesses and conditions and ailments and issues, both physically, emotionally, mentally and spiritually. All the things, we hear them. But sometimes, like, when you haven't seen it, and this is the whole thing about faith, when you haven't seen it, like, do we really believe it? Like, you know, and people are like, oh, I couldn't walk and then we prayed and then I could walk. And it's like, hmm, okay. And sometimes it's like that. But then... If you see that happen, it's like incredible, right? And so I feel like that's such a big, especially like I lead youth and um, kids and for kids like that's such a like, okay, they're sort of like a bit iffy about it. And you're like, but it really did happen. Look, it's in the Bible. And they're like, okay, I don't know. But I wanted to share this with you guys and um, yeah, tell you a story about a time in my life when I was desperately needing a healing um, but I was too ashamed and afraid to reach out to God and ask for it or to get any prayer or support or help. And, um, yeah, and then God healed me. Wow. Testimony done. No. So, <laughs> okay. All right. So, for a lot of my life, um, I lived with a condition called sciatica. If you don't know what sciatica is, it's like you have sciatic nerves in your back and they run down your legs. Sciatica is when they get twisted and it's quite painful. It can affect how you walk and how you move and it affects a lot. But I lived with that from when I was about eight or nine, like really, really early. Um, but, you know, we were sort of like a low-income family, single mom, six kids. Um, we never really could get the support we needed for it. So I just lived with it. It was just normal, right? You know when something's just normal to you for so long that it's like, and you tell people, they're like, what? And you're like, oh, it's normal, right? It was just normal to me and I lived with it for so, so long, like 10 years. So from when I was eight until when I was 18. And when I was a teenager, I got to the point where um, it was restricting me from doing so much stuff. Like I couldn't run around, I couldn't do sport, I couldn't like dance with my friends, I couldn't do so many things um, that kids, especially when you're a kid or a teenager, want to do, right? And as I got that bit older, like when I was younger, I was like, yeah, it's just normal. But as I got older, um, I was like quite embarrassed by it and quite ashamed of what it was and, and yeah, it was normal but like it's not anybody else's problem, it's mine and no one else needs to know about it or, you know, I just lived with it and it was normal and I would just, you know, not go to the things or, you know, put myself away from things and I'd miss out on so much and I used to be so sad about it and so when I got to, you know, 18 and I was sort of getting more involved in the church and um, 
I was living with um, a really close friend and mentor and um, I shared with her one night how I was really quite upset about how I was feeling and missing out on these things and it was really starting to affect a lot of my life. Um, And she was like, well, let's pray. And I was like, yeah, okay. So it's kind of at the stage where like you're young and you're like, oh, well, you know, you're going to pray for me, but it's not going to change straight away. Like God's going to do it. But, and, and I, as like, you know, not a new, like, well, I was a new Christian, but as sort of like a young person who's like, oh, I don't really want to pray out loud or I don't really want to, you know, it's all brand new. And I remember being like, yeah, okay. And so we're praying and we prayed for a really long time, like probably almost an hour. And like, you know, she was just encouraging me to give it to God and, you know, declare that you have this healing because we do have the healing. And I remember kneeling. I was kneeling on my knees, which was hard, like it hurt. And like she was praying and declaring over me and it's just the spirit was so just present in this moment. And I remember being on my knees and feeling like a string was pulling me up from my head pulling me up from the ground and as I stood up both of my knees popped and I was like straightened out oh and I get so emotional sharing this but it's so like it's so real that it's just and it pulled me up and I was I felt straightened out and just like that I had no pain like oh it's incredible like I still just get like chills because I'm like what it's Oh, it's amazing. And since this, like, you know, I've been healed and I've been able to do so much since then. So many things. Like, and I remember that, like, just straight after, like, I finished praying and I was like, I have no pain. And I was just, like, rolling around on the floor and, like, laughing and dancing around. And, like, it was just the best feeling. And since then, you know, like, it, it brings that, you know, awareness that, like, miracles do happen and they are real. And God is a God of healing. And I, wanna sh- I wanted to share this with you guys because... Like we said this morning, there's so much sickness and there's so much, so many conditions and things that people have that they live with and they're like, it's just part of my life, but it's not. It's not actually what God intended for us. And God is so powerful and he does heal us and we just have to ask him. Like he's, he's already given it to us. There's a verse that, um, that everyone knows, which is Isaiah 50, uh, 53, 5. And it's, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. Then the chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. We are, we're already healed. Like it's just, and once I got a hold of that, and I say this all the time to like my youth or like any friends, I'm like, once we get a hold of that, it's already done. Like you just declare it. We have the authority, right? Oh, and, and I think, Another thing I just want to encourage you is that if you're going through something like this, reach out to people. Get friends around you who will pray for you. Get with your pastors. Get with whoever it is who will stand with you and declare it done and finished because it is done. I've got one more verse, which is my favourite, favourite verse to declare it over myself. Declaring verses over yourself is so important. Um, Isaiah 54, 17, which is, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every time something comes against me, that's my verse that I go to straight away. I'm like, Thank you, Jesus. You have the power. Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. Oh. Thank you so much, Beck. That was powerful. Who loved the energy? Um, and God heals, hey? God does heal. Um, we're coming up to our last speaker for the day. Um, he's going to give us a mini preach. Um, we're going to welcome up Kira Kelly to come share the word. Thank you, Kira. Um, well, hello. I'm Kira. Um, 
I am so um, grateful to have this opportunity um, and I feel so privileged to be able to share with you today. Um, and yeah, I just feel like what I've had on my, uh, what I've prepared, I've had on my heart for a couple of weeks and it was even before I found out that I'd be sharing today. I didn't know what God was talking to me about and yeah, like so I hope that um, what I share God uses to speak to you today. Um, and my message is called Motivated by Love. Um, so before I start, I'm just going to pray. Dear God, I thank you that you are here. I thank you that you love us. And I just pray that as I speak, that you would use me. Use the words that I say to speak to someone in this place today. I just pray um, that as we go through this sermon that you would just touch every word that is spoken and I pray that you bless this time as we share. Amen. <clears throat> so to start with, I want to take a moment and ask you what motivates you. Um, in, your, in your day to day, when you get up in the morning and like, you know, and everything that you do in your life, like what motivates you and what drives you? Like a lot of the time we can be driven by so many things in our life and even without meaning to, like one big thing we can be driven by sometimes is our emotions um, and that's normal, like it's human nature um, and it's also human to just give in to how we feel sometimes. Um, but I want to challenge you with this, that we're not called to be motivated by how we feel. Um, we're not called to be driven by our emotions and how you feel is definitely valid and God gave us feelings and our emotions for a reason. Um, but we're, you know, we're living for a bigger purpose and we're called for so much more than that. Um, something that God is calling us to is to love the way that he loves us. And that's a pretty deep, surreal kind of love. And as humans, we'll never understand it fully or grasp it for um, like his love for us but we have somewhere we can begin to find it out and that's in the word. Um, so in 1 John 4, it, it says, God showed his love for us by sending his only son into the world that we might have life through him. This is what love is. It's not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the means by which our sins are forgiven. So I guess we could say that God was motivated by love when he sent Jesus onto the earth to die on the cross for us. And Jesus was motivated by love too. Otherwise, he probably wouldn't have gone through with it. Um, as humans, we can be driven by our emotions as, at times. And sometimes as humans, we don't always feel like doing the things that we know we need to do. But thankfully, God is greater than that. And he doesn't change and his love doesn't change. And can I just say at this point as well that Jesus wouldn't have felt like dying on the cross, but he did it anyway. Um, in Matthew 26, we're shown Jesus wanting to give in to his human nature so desperately. He took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee. Grief and anguish came over him and he said to them, the sorrow in my heart is so great that it almost crushes me. Stay here and keep watch with me. He went a little further on, threw himself face 
downwards on the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet not what I want, but what you want. Jesus prays this and pleads so desperately to God another two times before all the events leading up to his crucifixion started unfolding. He was feeling some immense human emotions. Um, I can't even begin to imagine how he would have been feeling in that time. Um, But he knew that he needed to follow what he was called to do. He was obedient to the Father and was motivated by love. And at that time of Jesus' death, perfect love prevailed. Um, In 1 John 4 as well, following those other verses that I shared, it says, If this is how God loved us, then we should love one another. We need to um, we need to love we need love sorry we need love to be the motivation behind everything we do. 1 Corinthians 13 explains this thought well when it's written, I may be able to speak the languages of human beings and even of angels, but if I have no love the speech is no more than a noisy gong or a clanging bell. I may have the gift of inspired preaching. I may have all knowledge and understand all secrets. I may have all the faith needed to move mountains, but if I have no love, I'm nothing. I may give away everything I have and even give up my body to be burnt, but if I have no love, this does me no good. (coughs) Sorry. Um, Now with all of this, it's great if you have gifts on your life and it's awesome if you're serving and doing great stuff in the church or in the community, um, but it needs to be driven by love. With, without love, we're nothing and ha- the things we do are wasted. So in saying this, I have two quick points in how we can be motivated by love. And the first way is in, um, we, can motiv- sorry. we can be motivated by love in our relationships with other people. We need to be selfless and humble. We need to love with no strings attached and not expecting anything in return. Because isn't that how God loves us? The Bible spells out how we're called to love in 1 Corinthians 13. Um, We should be patient and kind, not jealous or proud, not bad-mannered or selfish or irritable. We need to, when we love, we shouldn't keep a record of wrongs and we shouldn't celebrate evil things. When we love, we shouldn't ever give up. And it's something that we will always need to work on. I know that in myself, I'm always trying to be mindful of this, especially like in my marriage with my husband. Um, Like, and that's just one example of like the way that we um, need to be conscious of how we love people. Um, because we're called to love others the way that God loves. Um, And that's not attached to how they treat us or whether or not we think that they deserve it. Um, Like even the people that we would consider that we don't like, like if we say that someone's our enemy or they hurt us or even those people, we're still called to love them as well. And that's really hard. Um, So the second way that we can be motivated by things, and I kind of mentioned this a little bit, is in our serving and in our giving. When you serve or you do good things, it should be with a soft heart and with a genuine desire to 
um, be a blessing and to serve. Um, when you give your offering or you're wanting to bless someone around you, it should also be with a spirit of generosity. Um, we're coming into Imagine Day and Imagine Day is like my favourite time of year. Um, and I want to encourage you um, with being motivated by love and particularly with generosity. Generosity is a byproduct of love. And Imagine Day is a great opportunity to give an offering into our church and um, some of the fantastic areas that get to be impacted by that. Um, but the, for the whole concept of Imagine Day to work, we need to be motivated by love. The areas we give into are an outworking of that motivation. Um, and God doesn't need our money to perform miracles in people's lives. Like, he's the God of the universe. He doesn't need an offering to be taken. Um, he can still move. But we have the opportunity to be a part of something that's greater than ourselves and to show love to others that will be impacted by that offering. But that's just one example of us being motivated by love. And there's so many other ways um, and so many other areas in our lives that, um, that can take place as well. Um, and just one last verse before I finish as well. Philippians 2, it says, Don't do anything from selfish, selfish ambition or a cheap desire to boast but be humble towards one another, always considering others better than yourselves. And look out for one another's interests, not just for your own. The attitude you should have is the one that Christ Jesus had. And it goes on to say, he always had the nature of God, but of his own free will, he gave up all that he had and became like a human being. He was humble and walked the path of obedience all the way to death on the cross. Thank you for letting me sh share with you guys today.